Welcome to Time of Restoration broadcast. We are so happy that you have tuned in and pray that something will be said to bless you, encourage your heart, lift your spirit, and increase your faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. For this is the day that the Lord hath made. And we shall rejoice and be glad in this day. A day designed that he made for us to rejoice in this day, to magnify his name, to glorify his name, to give him thanks for all that he has done and for all that he's yet to do in our lives. We do not take it for granted. We thank God for how he watched over us as we slept. He woke us up this morning. We were clothed and in our right minds. I mean, can you imagine so many people today that woke up, but they woke up disoriented, not in our right minds. So we just thank God today that we can say that we have the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. We have the mind of Christ. The mind that's in Christ Jesus is the mind that's in us today as believers. And we give him praise and glory and honor. I'm going to be reading as an opening scripture today, Psalms 55. And I'll be reading it in the New Living Translation. And it says, give ear to my prayer, O God, and hide not thyself. From my supplication. Attend unto me and hear me. I mourn in my complaint and make a noise. Because of the voice of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked, for they cast iniquity upon me, and in wrath they hate me. My heart is sore. Pained within me, and the terrors of death are falling upon me. Fearfulness and trembling are come upon me, and horror hath overwhelmed me. And I said, Oh, that I had wings like a dove, for then would I fly away and be at rest. Lo, then would I wander far off and remain in the wilderness, Selah. I would hasten my escape from the windy storm and tempest. Destroy, O Lord, and divide thy tongues. For I have seen violence and strife in the city. Day and night they go about it upon the walls thereof. Mischief also and sorrow are in the midst of it. Wickedness is in the midst thereof. Deceit and guile depart not from her streets. For it was not an enemy that reproached me. Then I could have borne it. Neither was it he that hated me that did magnify himself against me. 
and I would have hid myself from him. But it was thou a man, my equal, my God, and my acquaintance. We took sweet counsel together and walked unto the house of God in company. Let death seize upon them and let them go down quick into hell. For wickedness is in their dwellings and among them. As for me, I will call upon God and the Lord shall save me. Evening and morning and at noon will I pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. He hath delivered my soul in peace from the battle that was against me, for there were many with me. God shall hear and afflict them, even he that abideth of old, Selah, because they have no changes. Therefore, they fear not God. He hath put forth his hands against such as be at peace with him. He hath broken his covenant. The words of his mouth were smoother than butter, but war was in his heart. His words were softer than oil, yet were they drawn swords. Cast that burden upon the Lord and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. But thou, O God, shall bring them down into the pit of destruction. Bloody and deceitful men shall not live out half thou days, but I will trust in thee. So this was a Psalms of David and he was praying and giving, asking God to give ear to my prayer, O God. And hide not thyself from my supplication. He was asking the Lord to respond to his prayer request. And most of the time when David begins to pray in these Psalms, he's, he's praying hard against his enemies. He wants his enemies to be stricken and 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 you know be responsible for how they're responding to him, and he wants God to really you know afflict them. But he'll start praying that way. But by the end, he says, "You know, Lord, in spite of all that's going on, I'm going to put my trust in you." And that's what he did. And that's what David did all the time. He ended up putting his trust in God, even though his enemies were after him like white on rice. And he was always running from his enemies, especially King Saul. Saul was jealous of him. So we know that he made a, 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 an agreement to meet the Lord and to pray in the morning, to pray at noonday, to pray at night. And that was the one thing Daniel did as well. When they were coming against him uh, with King Nebuchadnezzar, and he had made this decree that anyone that would pray to anyone but that statue would be, you know, killed. But he was not ashamed to pray before the true and living God. Daniel continued to pray 
in the morning, at noon, and in the evening. And this was the same response David had towards God, that he was making a, a, an agreement to meet him at those times of prayer and times of uh, and, and, and in an hour of prayer. Hallelujah. So it's always good that we pray and let the Lord know what we want. He said, we have not because we ask not. And he, he was sharing how painful he was feeling. And, and you know, you know, when you have a, a enemies against you like that, you cannot feel but so much joy. <laughs> so he was really heartbroken over his enemies, but he was asking God to give ear to his prayer and, and to not to hide his supplication and hide, you know, hide not his supplication that he was requesting from God to move in his behalf. So we just thank God for that Psalms, Psalms 55. It says, even those who are especially close to God, as David was, have moments when they want to escape from the relentless problems and pressures. Escape while an overwhelming urge cannot be found and running away. For believers, the right kind of escape comes from quieting our hearts and minds in prayer and worship and we can lift ourselves spiritually to God running for his cover we also find solace by serving people who really need us so we thank God for that passage of scripture I'm going to be going into prayer and I ask the Lord for forgiveness for anything I might have done out of his will that would hinder this prayer. Lord, I say good morning, Father God. Good morning, Jesus Christ. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, I thank you for the opportunity that I have and have access to enter the throne room of boldness, to enter the most holy of holies. Because the veil has been rented from top to bottom. And I thank you, Lord, that I have the opportunity to come in and to give you thanks, to praise your name, to pray on behalf of others, to lift others up, to stand in the gap for others. Lord, today I'm lifting up leaders of nations, leaders of nations all over the world. We are praying for our local president. Yes, we're praying for uh, leaders of other nations. We're praying for the peace of Jerusalem. We're praying for war-torn areas. God, we're asking that blinded eyes will be opened, stoned hearts will be made hearts of flesh. Lord, we're praying today for those that are sick, those that are, 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 are first responders that are still uh, uh, out there rescuing people, risking their lives. Lord, we're praying for the areas where there have been storms and mudslides, all the just the horrific things that are happening. 
plane crashes, just so many uh, disasters. We are asking today that you will touch <coughs> minds and bodies and hearts. I'm touching and praying for those on our prayer list. Lord, we're praying for Jill. We're praying for Nina. Lord, we thank you for answered prayer. Lord, we ask, oh God, we're lifting up your people everywhere. Lord, we're coming against the spirit of rape, murder, and assault. We are asking today that your kingdom come, your will be done. God, we're praying that rapists and murderers and robbers will be apprehended. Lord, we're praying for those that are fearful and afraid to come out of their homes. God, we're coming against the spirit of suicide and, 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 and depression and loneliness. God, we are asking, oh God, that you would be the lifter up of those heads that are hung down in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we are asking, we lift up the elderly, we're lifting up caregivers. God, we're lifting up bereaved families everywhere that you would comfort in the name of Jesus. We're lifting up restoration, our local assembly, our assistant pastor, the ministerial staff, the digging board, Little Restores Learning Center, the staff, the teachers. God, just touch and continue to make us a blessing in the community. We're praying for our local mayors and governors. And Lord, we just thank you for your love for us and for your master plan of redemption. In Jesus' name we pray and we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, we are still teaching on don't settle for less, but settle for God's best. Don't settle for less, but settle for God's best. I have found an article, and it was by Andrew Womack, and it was entitled, Living in God's Best, Don't Settle for Less. And so I'm thinking I might be bringing this teaching to a, a close today. And I was going to share some of the uh, some of the thoughts he had in his article, "Living in God's Best, Don't Settle for Less" by Andrew Womack. And the one thing he said that before I can share the heart of what the Lord spoke to me. I need to point out two very important things in that title. You have to learn how to receive God's best. And that is so true. You know, sometimes there are people that find it hard to receive gifts, gifts from others. And God has his best for us. And sometimes we, the enemy, enemy will make us think that we're not deserving of his best. So we have to be able to receive God's best. Uh, he said, the Lord really impressed on me that the main reason we aren't receiving his best is because we are willing to settle for less. Very few are committed to God's best. 
we have been influenced more by the world than by God's word and dumbed down to accept far less than what God has provided. As long as you can live with less than God's best, you will. And that is a powerful truth. So we want to be able to receive from God, first of all. And the first thing we need to receive from God is his son, Jesus. That we might have eternal life. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. We are just sojourners. This is not our home. We are just passing through. And we want God to use us and we want the best from him while we are on planet Earth. It says, you have to get sick and tired of being sick and tired before you will aggressively pursue God's best. You have a holding dissatisfaction with mediocrity before you can experience all that God has for you. It doesn't happen accidentally or automatically. If you don't pursue it, you won't get it. You know, I'm thinking about uh, that drug addict, that prostitute, that alcoholic, that homeless person that's destitute, or the one that's really hooked on drugs and they can't seem to find their way out. If they only knew, if they only knew that God sent his son, that they might be set free. All they need to do is call on the very name of Jesus. The Bible says that whosoever calleth on the name of Jesus shall be saved. All they need to do is confess with their mouth and believe in their heart that God raised him from the dead. And they can be delivered and saved from the gutter to the uttermost. Don't settle for less, but settle for God's best. Uh, Andrew Womack continues to say, everything in our fallen world naturally goes from good to bad. Things don't get better without effort. We have to seek to find, knock to get the door open and ask before we, we receive. This is Matthew 7 and 7. We must raise our sights and aim higher. Most people are shooting at nothing and hitting it every time, my Lord. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected and inspected in 
hope and a future. Uh, and this is from the New International Version. When the Lord spoke to Jeremiah to write these words, Israel was devastated. The city of Jerusalem had been destroyed and many people had been taken captive to Babylon by Nebuchadnezzar. Thoughts of peace were probably the last thing on their minds. But Jeremiah went on to say in verses 12 and 13, Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you, and ye shall seek me and find me when ye search for me with all your heart. He says, I've had people to tell me they pray and believe God, but that nothing happened. These scriptures promise otherwise. So who's right? I choose to believe God is true. The key is we have to seek with all our hearts. That's the missing element. We have to reach a point where we won't live with anything less than God's best. Hallelujah. So I'm encouraging you tonight. Don't settle for less than God's best for your life. That attitude is missing in the lives of too many Christians. The bar of expectations, even within the church, has been lowered in regards to healing, finances, and more. There is such a fear that someone might be disappointed and therefore condemned that many ministers have been teaching people to settle for less and avoid the disappointment. Now, you know. But of course, we have ministers today that are leaning in into the culture. They are, they are influenced by the culture. And whatever the world is saying is right, that's what the world is believing. What God is saying is wrong and is sin, the world is saying just the opposite. The world is saying good is evil and evil is good. So we are living in perilous times. So we're going to have to you know, keep our faith alive and our hope alive in Jesus. And know that we do not need to settle for less than what God has for us. I think last week I had read a scripture, um, Romans 12 and 1, where it tells us to be renewed in our mind. Where I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you be not conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And if we can keep our minds renewed as we are being transformed into the image of Christ, as we go from uh, uh, tribulation to trial, from one heartache to the next, 
we are being transformed into the image of Christ. But it's very important that we seek not to conform to the world and not to give in to the culture of the world and the unbeliefs and all of the uh, hypocrisies and the things that are going on. But we want to be transformed by renewing our minds every day in the Word. Every day we get into the Word of God, we are able and we are preparing ourselves to settle for God's best. Every time we get into His Word, read His Word, listen to His Word, listen to messages, we are preparing ourselves to receive the best from Him. So I just thank God uh, for this. Uh, article that I found by uh, Andrew Womack. And it, it goes on to say quite a few other things, but we're just going to stop there because the time is up. And we hope that this lesson has been a blessing to you, that something was said to uplift you and to encourage your heart in light of receiving the best from God. And, and all he requires of us is our best to him. And we thank God for his word. If you're out there and you've never accepted Jesus as your personal savior, you can pray this prayer with me. Father God, I confess that I am a sinner in need of a savior. Jesus, come and live on the inside of me. Wash me with your blood. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Be my Lord, my Master, my Savior, my Baptizer, my Keeper. Hallelujah. Lord, thank you for saving me. And to the backslider, all you have to do is confess your sin. He's made provision for you that if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you of all your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. All you have to do is ask God to restore unto you the joy of his salvation. Home, Abba Father is waiting for you. Your sisters and brothers in Christ are waiting for you. God has been married to you. You've been running, but he's married to the backslider. So whatever you do in life, always remember to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. To you that have accepted the Lord as your personal Savior, let someone know. Let your siblings know. Let your parents know if they're yet alive that you've made the greatest decision in life and that was to accept Jesus as your personal Savior. And be blessed and always remember to tell someone about Jesus because Jesus is Lord. God bless you and I love you.